Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of 219 Green Connect, where we explore topics about the environment and green living in Northwest Indiana. For past show archives, news, and upcoming events, you can check out our website at 219greenconnect.com or join us on Facebook or Twitter. Our ID on both of those is 219greenconnect. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast. I am your host, Kathy Sippel, and with me today I have as my guest, Zach Schalk from Indianapolis, and he is the Indiana Program Director for Solar United Neighbors. And I'm, I have listened to his presentation previously about a new format that uh, Solar United Neighbors is making solar, which is becoming more and more and more affordable, kind of even purchased in a cooler way than just getting a, a better deal. And without further ado, I'm just going to turn it over to Zach and let him tell you all about their model and how it's coming to Northwest Indiana and all the other pertinent details. So welcome, Zach. I'm really glad you can be here. Hey, Kathy, and thanks for having me. Really excited to be here and happy to spread the word about solar. So, well, thank yeah, you. I'm very excited. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, you go right ahead. Oh, all right. Well, I'm very excited to um, to let folks know about the uh, Northwest Indiana Solar and EV Charger Co-op. Um, this is our, our first uh, group in, in this part of the state. Um, and so we're really, really hoping to help a, a lot of Hoosiers in uh, Lake County, Porter County, and LaPorte counties uh, learn about solar, um, install solar on their homes, and also potentially install level two EV chargers um, at their home or small business if they're interested in uh, in charging electric vehicles uh, faster today or in the future. So tell people a little bit about you know how how your program works. I mean, what elements about this make it different than perhaps what people have heard about before. I um, had done a podcast previously about another solar program. I think it was called Solarize Northwest Indiana. And it sounds like you've got elements that are a little similar to that, but yet different. So could you just uh, speak to that a little bit, maybe what people have heard before and what makes you different? Sure. So uh, Solarize Indiana is, is another great organization that's that's worked um, since at least 2017 to help uh, hundreds of Hoosiers around the state go solar. And we, we partner with them in uh, several other areas uh, around the state. Um, our model is, is a little bit different. Um, and a big part of that is that Solar United Neighbors is actually a national 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, so we launched our Indiana program last year in, in 2019. Um, and since then, we've helped more than 50 Hoosiers uh, go solar, or I should say 50 uh, homes and small businesses go solar um, in, in our solar co-ops. Um, and basically, the, the idea behind the solar co-op is that we bring together neighbors and, and small businesses and nonprofits in a given geographic area, educate them about uh, solar technology, um, the economics and kind of the benefits of, of rooftop solar, and then help them leverage their bulk purchasing power um, through a, uh, a competitive bidding process uh, to make sure they're getting a, a great deal um, on solar. 
the whole process is completely free, uh, free to join, free to get the educational materials, um, and there's no obligation to go solar. Um, so if somebody has ever uh, thought about solar, they look up at their roof and think, I, I think we could, we could generate some, some energy with the sunshine we get on our roof, um, this is a great program for you. Uh, to to learn more, to to join a group and, and work together with your neighbors um, to get a free custom quote for rooftop solar at the group rate. Um, and so one of the key things that's that's different about our model with the neighbors and the, the solar co-op is that uh, the co-op members themselves are the ones who actually uh, select the installer for the group. Um, so basically, once we launch the program, we work with partners um, in the community to help spread the word um, and, and find local community members who would be interested in joining. And once we get enough members in the group to host what we call a selection committee, which is basically a group of volunteers from the co-op themselves who are interested in kind of looking at the details um, and, and seeing what options are available for solar in the area, once we, once we get enough folks in the group who can uh, be a part of that committee, we issue a request for proposals uh, where we contact all the local installers um, or regional installers who work in the community um, and say, hey, we have you know, 30, 40, 50 uh, folks in this area um, who are educated and, mo and motivated to go solar. Uh, give us your best deals. We take the bids that we get from them, uh, process them so you can really compare them side by side, and then we host what we call our selection committee meeting where uh, those uh, volunteers from the group um, kind of sit down, review those bids side by side. We, we compare everything from uh, cost to equipment quality to warranties um, to the location of the, the company, um, anything that you want to know, um, and then basically through a small d democratic process there in the room, the co-op members themselves select one single installer who they think uh, is offering the best value um, for, for co-op members. And then that installer um, is the one who will uh, contact all the co-op members. And, and the great thing about being a part of the group is that you know exactly what to expect. Um, once the installer is selected, co-op members um, get a summary packet that, that basically explains um, the details of the offering um, that will come from the installer. So the, the, what price to expect, what warranties to expect, um, what kind of equipment they offer. So you have all of that in an easy to understand uh, format. You also uh, will get a little bit of a, a, a summary about what to expect in the sales process from the, from the installer. Um, so really everything is, is just as easy as it can be. The installer will connect with you. They'll come and they'll do a site visit um, where they actually uh, take a look at your, your specific property and they'll design a custom system based on the group rate um, just for you. And that's when you get to decide whether or not solar is right for you, whether or not um, it's, it's a good time for you to go solar. Um, and again, up to that point, the co-op is completely free uh, there's no obligation to go solar. Um, so really, it, it's just a great opportunity to, to come together with a group of your neighbors, learn about the benefits of rooftop solar, and get a free custom quote at a group rate. Great. 
And I love that, you know, you say neighbors and neighbors is right there in the name of your organization. But realistically, you know, even if you can't wrangle up the people who live on your street or in your subdivision or even your town, what I believe I understand is that as long as the people who want to join the co-op are close enough for the installer to service easily, that can constitute a neighborhood. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's a, a great question, Kathy. So uh, when I say neighbors, I mean you know we're all part of a broader community, and so for this co-op, um, we're we're opening it to folks in and around Lake County, Porter County, and Laporte County. Um, so that's a pretty big geographic area, but based on you know our market research, basically any solar installer who works in any one of those counties also works in the other counties, and so. The idea here is that we want to have a geographic area that's big enough to find a critical mass of potential uh, solar customers and also reasonable enough in size where a single solar installer can provide everybody with the same high quality of service um, because we want everybody in the group to have um, a good experience. And so if we are wildly successful um, and this group grows beyond uh, what a single installer can actually uh, handle capacity-wise. Um, we, what we would do is basically we would close the co-op and then open a new round uh, where more folks can join and we can do a new, a new RFP, uh, potentially go you know, with um, another area installer, but it, it again is all driven by what the members want to do. Um, so we say neighbors because we're all part of the same community, but they don't have to be down the street from you. Um, necessarily, though we do hope that through this process of being a part of the solar co-op, being a part of Indiana's broader solar movement, um, that that you'll you know recognize uh, this bigger community and and the the work that we're able to do when we join together. Great. Well, thank you for clarifying. And I'm sure by now a few people are curious, like, where can I find out more? <laughs> so we can mention the website again at the end. But in case people, you know, drop off before they get that or they just can't wait to sign up, why don't we go ahead and share some ways that people can get in touch with you online to find out more? Sure. So the easiest way to find out more is to go to the co-op website. And so you can do that by going to solarunitedneighbors.org slash NWI, as in Northwest Indiana. Um, and so that's, that webpage has all the information about, about the co-op. Um, it has a, a couple different videos on there. Uh, one is, is a, a very brief two-minute video just explaining how solar co-ops work. Um, it's, it's a nice, you know, animated video, so it's fun to watch. And there's also a recording of one of our solar one-on-one information sessions that lives on that page. Um, so it's, it's kind of an evergreen session, so it, it doesn't have information tailored to um, this specific co-op, but it has all the basics that you'd need. Um, it, it, this webpage also has um, some detailed information with our best um, estimate for uh, kind of example solar pricing and example solar payback in, in the Northwest Indiana, or specifically the NIPSCO a utility territory, um, and there's also a link on there to uh, where you can find all of our uh, information sessions that, that are, will continue to be scheduled um, throughout the course of the, of the co-op. I should also mention that right now, so we, we are just launching the co-op uh, this fall, 
Um, but right now there is a sign-up deadline for uh, new members of the co-op uh, for December 31st of 2020. Um, but we, uh, depending on how quickly folks join the group, we might be extending that into the new year as well. Um, and so, so again, that's solarunitedneighbors.org slash NWI is the website you want to go to. Um, you can also, if you just have questions, you can reach us um, via email at um, INTEAM. Uh, that's our Indiana team email inbox. So you can go INTEAM at solarunitedneighbors.org, and we'll get back to you quickly. We also have a Facebook group for folks who are uh, more connected on Facebook. And so if you just search Solar United Neighbors of Indiana on Facebook, you'll find our um, Indiana Facebook group. Great. And I'll go ahead and put those links in the show notes, too, if anybody does happen to be following along uh, via Blog Talk Radio, where we record this. We'll put those there. And, uh, Zach, I'm sure some people are wondering, uh, you know, maybe you're putting two and two together, like, hey, this is kind of a group buy. You know, usually when you're scaling a purchase like that, there are some economies of scale. But, um, you know, I think he told me that the installers – are, are happy really to offer their services um, at a little bit of a discount because effectively you're, you're doing the marketing for them. So that's one of the aspects that brings down the cost. And then it's also kind of trending, right? That some of the components are also um, just getting more and more affordable. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, that's absolutely true. So if you look at the actual industry data over the last decade, um, the cost of solar panels, and some of the other uh, equipment that makes up the solar system has decreased, uh, you know, around 90%. Um, and, and so that's been a pretty shocking uh, decrease in cost, which uh, has really made solar much more affordable uh, for, for more, more folks. So our solar co-op model is really designed to um, take advantage of the fact that, that more, more people are interested in solar, more people are able to afford solar. And, and so since the equipment itself has decreased in, in price, um, now if you actually look at industry data, a larger portion of the cost of residential solar installation actually comes from what, uh, things called soft costs. And the largest part of soft costs is, is marketing and, and customer acquisition. acquisition excuse me. Um, and so what the co-op does is, is allows Solar United Neighbors to kind of take that burden off of the installer. So we're able to identify uh, interested community members. We educate them about solar so they, they know what they're getting into um, and, and then are able to kind of go to a single installer with a large group of educated and motivated customers who are, you know, more likely to actually end up going solar uh, because of that. And so that allows um, the installers, when they, they participate in our competitive bidding process, um, to really offer uh, high-value uh, 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 bids um, in order to try to, to win the group. And so we have – Solar Night Neighbors has been around since uh, 2007, um, but we really started tracking uh, our, our data more consistently about 2014. And so consistently since 2014, we've been able to track – um, a decent amount of savings compared to uh, the actual market, um, what the market data shows for the uh, average cost per watt of the uh, residential solar installation. So, um, so the, the, the group process is both good for 
um, helping you kind of learn about the solar market, learn what's out there, learn about the technology, be a part of this, this growing movement. Um, but, but also it should uh, help you save, save some on your bottom line as well, which I, I know everybody likes. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, and you're making me think. I had shared with you previously that I was told, nope, <laughs> you're not a candidate for solar because you have some trees that would make it, um, you know, not cost effective. But I'm wondering, when you say numbers like 90% decrease in the last decade, you know, maybe even somebody who was told no before under the newer, you know, costing, are there some people that previously were a no, but because of the math now, maybe could could work? I mean, should people like that at least, um, you know, inquire? Well, if, if the issue before was trouble with, you know, making it economical, then it's definitely possible. Um, I will say that as part of the, the co-op process, when you, when you go to solarunitednaybors.org slash NWI um, to, to go to the co-op landing page, there's a big orange button that says join the co-op, um, which you click on that and fill out a brief form to sign up. And as part of that process, um, we collect your uh, your address, and then we do a, a, a remote roof assessment where we kind of take a look at your property and give you um, a sense up front if we think your roof will be good for solar or not. So if you're if you're on the fence and not sure, um, it's a it's quick and easy. It should only take you know five minutes or so to fill out that form, and we'll do a quick uh, assessment to see you know do you do you have too much shade? Do you have enough space? Um, and I should also mention that the co-op is open um, to folks who are interested in doing ground mount as well as rooftop solar. Um, you can actually, you know, when you share your address in the sign-up form, uh, drop a pin if you think you're going to put solar somewhere else in your property that isn't on your roof. Um, but so that, that's one thing where we'll, we'll do that assessment for you, and, and you'll get an email immediately after that assessment uh, letting you know whether or not we think your roof is, is viable for solar or your property is viable for solar. Um, but it's definitely true that the panels, you know, a, a big part of the price going down is that the panels have gotten more efficient. Um, so whereas uh, in, the, in the past, in the earlier days of the market, it was really only, uh, it really only made sense to go solar if you had southern exposure, uh, because the panels, if they weren't facing south, really probably weren't going to uh, generate enough electricity over the course of the year to, for it to make sense. Uh, but the panels are efficient enough today where really, uh, you can go east, west. You really just don't want to be facing north with your panels. Um, and so even if you don't have an ideal southern exposure, um, but you do have a, a space on, you know, an east-west type slope, um, the, the solar technology has kind of caught up where, uh, where that can make more sense now than it used to, you know, five or especially, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Well, you're making me think I need to try again. <laughs> When I look at my house, I mean, I see plenty of sun, and I've got, like, gabled roofs flying all over the place, some of it southern-facing and some of it other directions. But, yeah, you're making me think I've got to try again. I I just would really love to do this. And uh, I, I know before I had asked you, too, that you, you work with businesses, and I had asked how how small is a small business. And I think what you told me is that um, – a business that like basically physically resembled something the size of a residence, not like a big manufacturing company. Is that accurate? Yeah. So we, uh, we do offer individual consulting services. If you're, you know, a, a large business, 
who, who's interested in going solar. But the reason we, we tend to focus on small businesses and smaller nonprofits in addition to homeowners um, in our solar co-op is just that the, the economics uh, of solar change drastically with scale. Um, so if you're, and there, there's no bright line here, um, but, and I know that, you know, system sizes, when I start talking about kilowatts, most, <laughs> most folks' eyes will glaze over. Um, but we, you know, for uh, a business that is, we, we help, we've helped like uh, gas, or gas stations and golf driving ranges and car dealerships sometimes. Um, that, that kind of size can sometimes uh, make sense through the co-op model. Um, and so obviously everything smaller than that, if you're, if you're in a small, a small building, you don't have a super high load that would demand, you know, a very large solar system. Um, all of those, uh, you know, kind of will fit well in the solar co-op uh, model. But once you start getting, um, yeah, to, to where you're talking about a really, really large system, um, then it, it probably makes more sense for you to do your own um, RFP because you can probably get even better pricing, um, you know, when you're talking about a 50 or 100 kilowatt system compared to uh, when you're talking about a 5, 10, 15 kilowatt system, which is more of what we see in the residential space. Great. Well, this is all very informative and uh I know I always like to try to make these podcasts evergreen so that people don't feel if they hear these dates that they've missed out. But I, I also feel like, hey, if you're listening, you might as well know that uh, Zach has just agreed to be our Northwest Indiana Green Drinks presenter. And we just set that up right before we started the podcast. So if you do happen to be <laughs> listening to this in advance of November, what did we say, November 5th, we are going to be uh, doing that online until further notice. This is a, we've shifted to virtual green drinks just recently due to COVID. So that will be on Thursday, November 5th, and we'll be starting at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. So to find out uh, how to access that, you can go to Facebook is usually our best way to connect with us for green drinks. And that is uh, Northwest Indiana or NWI Green Drinks. You can join our, our Facebook page, message us that way. And I believe you can also sign up for our MailChimp email list via that page as well. And actually, Green, green Drinks and uh, 219 Green Connect, we share the same uh, MailChimp list. So you can also go to 219greenconnect.com and you can opt in through the email list and say that you want information about green drinks there. That's probably a good reminder that I don't always remember to say. Uh, so we are trying to figure out ways to keep bringing value and keep connecting the green dots. You know, we would certainly all love to do that more in person. But for right now, these virtual events and podcasts are one way that we can keep the information flowing. So if you're curious and you would like to ask Zach some questions that perhaps didn't get addressed today and are not addressed through the links that he shared, uh, just please be, come and be with us uh, on that November 5th date. And you can find out and hopefully be one of the first co-op members before their December 31st date when they're looking to do their first RFP and their first installation here in Northwest Indiana. So is there anything else that you'd like to share, Zach? Uh, well, no, I guess I just want to uh, remind folks that uh, 
you know, whenever you listen to this podcast, if you are interested in learning more, you can go to solarunitedneighbors.org slash NWI. And uh, there's an events tab where you'll be able to see any future events that we schedule um, for, for the co-op. Great. Well, we really appreciate the information today, and I'm so glad to hear that you're collaborating with all the various people that I've spoken to previously. Just love to hear it when people are, you know, connecting the dots and just trying to make make big things happen. We all know that we need to have an eye for how to get renewables to, to scale in our area. So if you heard this and you do happen to be somebody that's um, shade covered, you can still help spread the love and and share this link on, you know, Facebook or Twitter or via an email, you know, tell a neighbor who you think might be interested. Let's, let's help them get this first, uh, you know, cohort of, or co-op off the ground. And hopefully we'll have many, many more forming here within Northwest Indiana. I think that would be a real honor to, to show that we're supporting it and to have these installations. That, that just sounds great. Um, so as long as we're on the subject and we've got a bit of time, I'm just going to talk about a related project that I've been working on with an amazing group of volunteers that have organized around the name Northwest Indiana Region Resilience. NWI regionresilience.org is the website where you can find out more about them and their initiative. And basically what their big thing that they're trying to do this year is to um, help NERPSI, the Northwest Indiana Regional Planning Commission, submit a regional application by December 3rd to the Indiana University Environmental Resilience Institute. And we would like to get a region-wide greenhouse gas emissions inventory done in 2021. We would join their cohort, the resilience cohort, as a region. And if we do that, we will be the first region in the state to do so. So year one, it's not incredibly exciting about, you know, actually reducing the greenhouse gases, but uh, obviously it's to help establish a baseline of where we are now. And if we have lots and lots of people, you know, moving to solar, certainly that's one way to help bring our collective, you know, impact down. So it is related. And in year two of the cohort, we hope that many communities and counties will stay with us through through year two of the cohort, and that's where we actually develop climate action plans. So I imagine we're gonna keep networking with Zach and people like him who are you know, on the solution end of this equation. So in my mind, it's all connected. You know, So let's just connect the dots and see who's doing what. If you know somebody that would be a great interview that I've not yet interviewed, please send them my way, kathy at 219greenconnect.com. And I would love to keep, um, you know, talking to people who are out there doing great things. I try to keep my ears and eyes open, but I don't always get to hear all of it. So, Zach, you are certainly one example of a great thing that's coming to Northwest Indiana. We really appreciate you. And uh, anything, any parting last words before we, we're almost at the top of the hour. Yeah, well, thank you so much for inviting me, Kathy. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I, I guess the last thing I'd like to say is just to echo uh, what you said earlier. Um, you know, we really thrive off of uh, uh, word of mouth and, and neighbors telling each other about, about this great opportunity. So even if uh, whether you join the co-op or not, I hope you'll uh, consider uh, spreading the word and, and helping uh, as many folks in Northwest Indiana as possible go solar uh, through the Northwest Indiana Solar and EV Charger Co-op.
So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, Kathy. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. So thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of 219 Green Connect. I am your host, Kathy Sipple, and my guest today has been Zach Schalk from the, uh, and again, he's the Indiana Program Director for Solar United Neighbors, and they have just recently created a presence here in Northwest Indiana and are forming their first co-op. So to look for more green news and events, you can always visit us online at our our website home, www.219greenconnect.com, and you can find a podcast player right there if you're not a regular podcast listener. Otherwise, you can find us on iTunes or social media or anywhere else that you podcast. Okay, that's all we have time for today, and we're going to go ahead and wrap for, for now. Please join us at Green Drinks, Virtual Green Drinks, if you can do so, and you'll get to meet Zach next month. And actually this month, if you happen to listen to this podcast in the very near future, we're actually going to be meeting with and talking about that Northwest Indiana Region Resilience Greenhouse Gas uh, Emissions Inventory. So thank you, and have a great day.